My name is Christopher Thomas Payne. My name is Russ Frushtick. And welcome to the Resties, where the rest of the best discuss the best of the rest. We are back. It is a new year, 2024, the year of joy and happiness. Nothing's going to go wrong this year as long as you're here listening with us talking about cool video games, which is what we're going to do. We're going to talk about our predictions, both from last year, where somebody may have gotten more predictions right than somebody else. And we'll be talking about our predictions for this year, along with a little bit of a twist on how the rules work that I think is going to make for a much more exciting premise. But before that, speaking of somebody winning, we have not tallied the votes, let me be clear. But I feel pretty confident that I won last year's prediction. So I'm wondering if you've been maybe like looking at some art that you're going to get me? I think maybe some chickens haven't quite hatched yet. Yeah? I think it's closer than you think it is. Okay, okay, okay. Well, I've not taken a a single look (laughs) at art because I have been way too confident going into the end of the year, but I think that's fair. I mean, maybe we should just get right to it because we have a lot to talk about in this episode. We do, we do. Uh, We will take a quick break and then we'll dive into how everyone fared with our 2023 predictions and then second half of the show, big 2-4 predictions coming at you. Okay, we're back. So to start things off, we're going to go through 2023's predictions. We're going to go back and forth, keep the tension up, and see who got the most right. And for people who are new to this, uh, these predictions, they're, they're meant to be difficult. These are not meant to be slam dunk predictions. We, we both held each other accountable that there was some risk to this. Um, and then the winner uh, will receive a beautiful piece of video game artwork from uh, the other Resty. That's basically how it works. Do you want to start off with your first prediction? Sure. My first prediction did not happen, which was Sony announcing their intent to buy Square Enix. I still think there is a possibility that this might happen this year, but yeah, uh, I, I feel like this will show up in our, our our predictions for this year, a version of this. Yeah, I, I think I just jumped the gun maybe a little bit, but it might not happen. They might, you know, um, might remain uh, independent as much as Square, Square Enix is independent. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, that, that definitely didn't happen. What about your first prediction? Uh, mine also didn't happen. Nintendo announces the Nintendo Switch 2 with its official name and branding. I felt really comfortable about this one. Um, and now I'm like hoping for this to be in February, March, but I have no idea at this point how they're going to roll this thing out. Yeah, I think we're going to see like an April, May announcement for a fall release if I had to guess. But yeah. honestly, I've also been like predicting the release of this thing for years. So who who knows? It's Nintendo. Yeah, it is Nintendo. You really can't assume anything. Uh, we have another very clear cut loss or at least wrong prediction from me, which was despite being an Epic Game Store exclusive on PC, Fortnite will be released on Steam Deck. I In this case, I meant natively on Steam Deck. So granted, you can play Fortnite on Steam Deck. Requires installing Windows and a whole rigmarole or playing on, over the cloud. Uh, but yeah, no, didn't come natively to Steam Deck. Tim Sweeney, for what it's worth, has commented and said he would love 
to bring Fortnite to Steam Deck. He just finds the 30% cut that Valve takes to be a little oppressive, which is also a little bit funny because that's the same cut that the consoles are all taking, but whatever. This year, Epic did win its court case with Google in terms of how store distribution works. So I, I think that we will continue to hear more about where Epic Games appear um, in the coming year. Yeah. But again, not this year. Um, my next one was a YouTuber takes a popular video game and adapts it into a video that gets over 100 million views. And as far as I can tell, this didn't happen. But one YouTuber and streamer is making a horror movie and Five Nights at Freddy's was huge and I don't think I get a point. I do not think you get a point. I certainly think that we were talking about a native, you know, video designed for YouTube to go up and, you know, the the creator would have been like at the center of it, not like a producer. Um, so, yeah, no, I, I don't... I felt I don't... good about this one and... Yeah, I thought, you know, certainly I expected like a Mr. Beast type to jump in there with a, I don't know, recreation of fucking Mario for whatever reason. Um, So, yeah, I didn't think it was totally off base, but didn't happen. It was not in the cards. Okay, now we have some close ones coming up. Well, I have one. Oh, yeah, we do. Actually, these are these are some ones that like at least this one was one I got half right. But I I appreciate that. I did not get it fully. And uh, I will take the loss. This was. The Last of Us HBO TV series will include the giraffe scene. Everyone is familiar with it who has played the game and now who has seen the show, but not the hospital ending scene, also a very uh, notable scene. And as it turns out, HBO's show ended up following the exact plot, almost shot for shot, of the game, um, including both the giraffe scene and the ending hospital scene. My rationale was that I don't know, they kind of, you know, by including the hospital scene, even though it is like a very important, impactful scene, I thought they were going to like try to stretch that first game out into two seasons, which obviously they did not. Um, So, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, pretty, pretty crazy. I'm not shocked that it went the way it did, but uh, I am kind of a little bit shocked that they they jammed the whole uh, all the events of the first game into one one season. Okay, I'm putting this one in the W column. I said at least five AAA games will appear in Metacritic's top 10 of 2024 after we remove redundancies. And we have, I believe, six. It's Tears of the Kingdom, Resident Evil 4, Super Mario Brothers Wonder, Xenoblade Chronicles 3, Street Fighter 6, Asgard's Wrath 2. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. I, I, I will give you the win for this. Uh, it makes total sense. Uh, I certainly wasn't expecting things like Street Fighter VI or Asgard's Wrath or even Xenoblade Chronicles to like yeah. make the cut of the top 10 this year. It's, they certainly weren't in my top 10, but uh, I guess Metacritic uh, does its thing and works its magic. The top 10 is bizarre, to be clear. Like, the two indies that made it were Against the Storm and Turbo Overkill. And nothing against those games. But I would, I don't think you'll find them in the top 10 on most personal I didn't play them. I, like, I don't think I've heard... Like, I don't think until I'd seen this list, I had heard of either of those games, which I guess is a big mistake on my part. 
Uh, Turbo Overkill for people who like um, kind of boomer shooters is is really solid. I, yeah. I played a little bit of that over the break, and I think people will like it. Yeah. Why did you not include Baldur's Gate three in this? I didn't. I honestly, I I didn't know if you were gonna say that like that's technically indie because they're in. Oh uh, no, I wouldn't studio. have done that. I'm not a. Okay, I'm not okay, a jerk. Okay. No, I understand <laughs> that they are technically an indie studio, but yeah, I'll give you the um, win on that one. Next up for you, I have an the, easy the one loss. that was doomed. It, it, it never even got off the ground. It, it, it so to speak. Uh, yeah, this is Tom Cruise <laughs> appearing in Fortnite. Uh, I think this was a, a repeat or certainly a familiar mention uh, from the previous year. But in this case, I was, I guess, expecting a uh, Mission Impossible showing from old Tommy. This will be the last time I predict anything about Tom Cruise in video games, let alone <laughs> Fortnite. Uh, so enjoy it while you can. But yeah, no, sadly, or I guess happily, depending on how you feel about Tom Cruise, didn't happen. Here's one where we just got too specific again. I said uh, that Rockstar would announce GTA 6, which is right, and that they would show gameplay and a release date, which was right. But I said the release date would be 2024, which was wrong. It is 2025. So I lost. The, uh, the only thing I'll quibble about is whether they showed gameplay or not. Because they did show in-engine footage, but I certainly wouldn't call that gameplay. And that'll be relevant, I think, in some of our uh, predictions coming up uh, for 2024 as how we define gameplay. Mm, Because I do think showing how the game actually plays uh, is an important facet. You can't just show cutscenes and call that gameplay. Yeah, I mean, I would say that that's still... I would count that because it is what the game looks like rather than like oh we contracted a cg studio to make I, yeah i understand i i think i would game. define that as in engine footage in-engine. okay okay rather okay. than game i like play. that i think that'll be helpful for for next year's prediction for sure okay okay <laughs> so that was a loss because I they didn't they didn't mention the 2024 yes okay here's where things get a little interesting uh-huh you're gonna try to do this go ahead i'm gonna try to do this okay so tears of the kingdom <laughs> Uh, the, I'll, I'll give you the prediction. Tears of the Kingdom will have a playable character that isn't Link. Which right now, everyone listening says, wrong. That was that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. And, and those people on. haven't thoroughly investigated uh-huh. the length and breadth of what Tears of the Kingdom has to offer. Chris Plant, are you familiar with the ancient heroes aspect? Uh-huh. What, what do you know about it? I mean, well, go on. The ancient heroes aspect is a uh, item that you can get if you mm-hmm. find all of the uh, shrines within Tears of the Kingdom. Spoiler alert. Uh, it's a very cool surprise. As, as we all know, I was playing it without guides. And so when you finally unlock it, you equip this item and you transform into what appears to be a uh, basically the like original link, if you will the the uh, beginning of the bloodline of these ancient heroes that have come forth to fight a evil, etc. It has a major impact on the plot of this game. Um, and this is an item that you can get. How do we feel, Chris so, Plant? The, well, the great thing is you actually answered this for me. You transform into the original Link. I'm sorry. Well, not the. Uh, I'm just it's saying the bloodline. Link. No, it's like it, transforming all, into. All... It's like transforming into my great grandpa. That's the, a different the heart, person. The heart of the rumor is that we play as Link, 
their mini links in Zelda games. And you would play as somebody who is not a link. And you are still playing as a link. I mean, I just said there was a bloodline thing. You know what? Here's what I'm going to do. For uh, you your take sake. Half a point? No. Because I'm going to I'm going to put this point aside and say, you know what? I won't even argue the ancient heroes aspect cuz you could say it's like a glamour or a cosmetic sure. overlay sure, on sure, what is sure, essentially sure, sure. Link. There's another character in uh-huh. Tears of the Kingdom. And that character's name is Minoru. Are you familiar with Minoru? Okay, yes. Okay, so Minoru... For the audience, do you want to say a little bit more? Sure. Minoru, spoiler alert, is one of the companions that you find. It's the fifth companion. And Minoru, the whole spirit here is that uh, as you're playing through the game, you are collecting these different companions that follow you around, and they have different abilities. So the first guy you collect, generally speaking, is the bird guy, and he'll give you like a burst of air. Now... I would not say, because he's following you around to give you a burst of air, I would not say that you are playing as the bird guy. Totally reasonable. Uh That would be Uh crazy. Minoru, as you may or may not recall, is a robot that is summoned and will follow you around. Once again, not claiming that when Minoru is following you around, you are playing as Minoru. But here's the hook. Uh-huh. There are times, at, really at any time you want, when you can jump on the back of Minoru and run around, not as Link, but as Minoru. Minoru is the other playable character in Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. So when you say that, Grand Theft Auto has thousands of playable characters, and they're called cars. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> So, no, I mean, I think that's interesting. I think it's wild that uh, so many games have had, they've been so avant-garde. It's really I mean, I would count Bumblebee as a playable character. I I like your grit. I am am prepared to give you half a point because it was just a fun ride. Um, But I, I think, I think we can all agree when you made the prediction, this is not what you were suggesting. Uh, I mean, it no, certainly wasn't a fucking meant, sentient like, robot. You're, you're right. Like the princess or some new character that you would actually play as. You do actually not, play like, as this character. You're riding on a robot. On. You know what? Here's what I'm going to okay, do. It, I'm, I'm not going to take the half point because I know the half point is going to be the deciding factor. So uh-huh. I'm not going to take it. Here's what I'm going to do. I think we need to throw it up that the audience has heard the argument. <laughs> I think that's a great idea. I think we should put it to the audience. Is I, I'm not including the ancient heroes aspect as the argument. I'm saying is Minoru another playable character in uh, Tears Zelda of the Tears of the Kingdom? I think that's a great idea. Okay. And everyone vote with truth. And vote with truth. Um, okay, next up for me, I have... A YouTuber, Twitch streamer will publish a hit game. And I, I, I whiffed on this. And it's like so obvious why I would whiff on this that I'm kind of mad I even picked this to begin with. Because the, the rise of YouTubers getting into video game publishing was last year, 2022. Or I guess two years ago now because we're technically in 2024. Um, and video games take a long time to make. So, yes, while we had seen some YouTubers publish things before that, 
we're we're not yet at the kind of like release point for a lot of these very new publishing arms. Um, we will see Animal Well in theory from uh, Donkeys Video Game Donkeys publisher Big Mode um, at some point this year. Also, uh, there's a piece at Bloomberg published that I will link in our newsletter that showed that a lot of these are, are probably not going to make it to market ever. Um, so no, I'm, I, I, I missed this one. Um, yeah, I, I, I forget how we were going to define hit game. Oh, I think it was like top 10 on sales for steam or something. Yeah. I think it needed to be like quite popular. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, a miss, but, but I, I will say when, uh, donkey announced the animal animal wealth thing, I was definitely, I had some pause and I'm, I'm glad that it got pushed to this year. Because I think that game, I mentioned it in the in our uh, most anticipated list uh, episode that we just ran. So, uh, yeah, glad it didn't happen. Um, uh, what else do you have? <laughs> oh, oh, okay, 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 okay. One, one more with feeling. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Uh, my prediction was where was it? Uh, Yoshi will be in the post credit scene of the Mario movie. We're gonna have to put two polls in the news. We. We are. Frankly. We are. Um, I think the language that I used was Yoshi, Yoshi as a character would be introduced in the post credit scene of the Mario movie. Yes. Um, Yoshi, as we all know, because we've all seen the movie, Yoshi does appear as in a post credit scene of the Mario movie, star of the post credit scene, pushing up on the egg of Yoshi, which is now hatching, and and you hear the the uh, name echoed throughout the heavens, which, that's fucking Yoshi. Now, I'm going to speak for Chris Plant here, and mm-hmm. you could feel free to jump no, please, in if you please. want. Please, I would love to hear what I'm going to say. Chris Plant is of the opinion, and, and this is, I understand where he's coming from, uh-huh. that Yoshi's introduction was not that scene. It was a relatively subtle in the back actually so subtle that i didn't even see it in the background appearance of a green yoshi style egg at the wedding of bowser and peach Uh, that's kind of my opinion okay kind of so there are many yoshi that is like uh animal species that appear throughout the movie right right and we and we did actually discuss that we we specified that like this needed to be yoshi with a capital y yoshi yes the problem for you is twofold. One, if you are saying that this this specific egg, Yoshi, is introduced, it does appear much earlier in the movie. I believe a toad brings the Yoshi egg as a present to Bowser and Peach's wedding. I'm sorry, spoilers. <laughs> so there's that. But two, and perhaps most importantly, in the post credit scene, it's just the egg. We never get to see if it is the Yoshi inside of that egg. Hitherto, we've seen plenty of Yoshis. Could it be that Yoshi? Yeah. Oh, most definitely. I think it could. But is it that Yoshi? Do we know it's that Yoshi? In the words of my son, just this past weekend, that is not Yoshi. So did I tell him to say that? Did I do one of those like Twitter things where I'm like, my five-year-old says the wildest things? Yeah, I did. But he did say it out loud. Did he so think I it feel... was Boshi? <laughs> he did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
that's uh, that that argument. If you're pinning your hopes on the argument that Yoshi was not introduced as a post credits character because of that, because we didn't see his face, that is an egg. That is not a character reveal. That would be like saying that, like, oh, Thor was introduced in this Marvel movie because we saw his hammer. Not, I, I'm not just including that. I'm also including the fact that Thor had a fucking line in the movie that you're describing. Because Yoshi says, Yoshi! That's a line from, like, if you were looking at the script of the Mario movie, there would be Yoshi, colon, space, 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 whatever Final Draft does, Yoshi. That could have just been like Mario goofing. Okay. There are so many things that that could be other than a Yoshi. We have, we don't, we don't know where the words come from. Okay. I think here's what we're going to do. We're going to put user polls for both of these. You're going to need to win both of them. I agree. Just to tie. I, I agree. Um, I think you have a shot at Yoshi. I think there's no way in hell with Tears of the Kingdom. I will, my faith in law and order will be destroyed. A um, character that isn't Link that you will control <laughs> oh and explore gosh, the is... world. That's all I'm going <laughs> to say. Just okay, keep okay. that in your head. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. Um, let's do my final one. We will see at least two competitors release new Steam Deck style hardware and Valve will release an upgraded Steam Deck. This one and makes me so fucking angry because it was so spot on accurate that it drives me up a wall. I the, all of our over specificity paid off here because I nailed it. I nailed it. Yeah, um, I'm yes, very we, impressed. Thank you, thank you. So and, the, and you you pushed me to make it super specific. I think so that I would not nail it. So well, I'll tell lucky. you, here's here's my thinking. I, I thought two competitors was possible, if I recall correctly. I'm trying to remember back a year ago. thought that was possible. I did not expect Valve to not only announce, but also release an upgraded Steam Deck, which they did in the Steam Deck OLED, which we're all familiar with and we're all big fans of. In that span, I was genuinely shocked. And honestly, a lot of this came from the community that like loves to obsess over code behind the Steam Deck OS and whether it's indicating new upgrades, even that community that was literally digging through the absolute nitty gritty was like, maybe there will be like a new Wi-Fi chip added to the Steam Deck. And that was the closest they came to anything maybe happening. But, you know, there was a ton of reporting about Valve saying things that granted did not explicitly rule out the possibility, but certainly diminish the possibility of there being an upgraded steam deck until at least this year or next year so so again well done and we also saw the um i guess the asus uh what is that the rog ally is from asus yes in the lenovo go right and the lenovo go so uh well done good work uh it's honestly exciting because both of us love handheld hardware and it's great to see it getting so much love um my very small retro gaming handheld uh, company, Miu, uh, is apparently releasing a form factor that will be in the style of the Game Boy SP, Game Boy Advance SP, which is to say mm. with the clamshell design. And that yeah. is the like handheld that I am keeping an eye on because uh, that is my preferred handheld uh, format. So uh, we'll see about that. But uh, well done, Chris Plant. I will say this. I will grant that like someone might see it one way or the other in terms of my two 
wins, uh, yours were pretty clear cut. So well done for that. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. I look forward to seeing if I won or if we tied. Yeah. And we'll just have to figure out where things go from there. We will. Um, Want to talk about some 2024 predictions after the break? Let's do it. Okay, so we're back. Uh, we've got a interesting twist to the predictions format uh, this year. As we all know, uh, we stole the predictions format from friends of the show Triple Click Podcast, who had been doing it for quite some time before we started doing it. Um, I think someone, a reader, suggested a, a new, or I guess a listener, suggested a new twist on this format, which I actually really like. And here's the twist. Um, the idea is instead of both of us coming to the table with completely disparate um, lists that neither of us have seen before, we've instead come up with a list, I think we have about 10 or 15 uh, um, potential things that could happen. And Plant and I will take turns drafting options from this big list of what we think is most likely. So uh, round one, someone will go, they'll pick what they think is like the most likely of these 10, and then we'll just go back and forth. Yeah, I, I, I think it's going to make it much more likely for us to do things that will happen. Yes. I feel, like we, I feel like the lesson we've learned from the past two years is that we made it too hard for ourselves. Yeah, and it's also really hard to make equivalences between... Uh, you know, one person's list versus another person's list, uh, whereas yeah. this will be much more fair. Yeah, yeah. Um, and for the commenter on besties.fan who had this very good idea, I'm sorry I have lost track of that comment. Please leave a little comment on this week's episode, and we'll make sure to give you a shout-out next time because this uh, is a great idea. But we'll only um, give you a shout-out if you vote for me in the two polls. So the first one I have here is we haven't even heard the name of 2024's Game of the Year yet. And this means that whatever most game publications award Game of the Year at the end of 2024 has yet to be formally announced. Or if it is public, it's like maybe the developer is tweeting photos of it. It is not widely known by most people. We probably do not know about it. Um, this There is some risk here. I think there are some games that are announced, like the new game from the Persona team, that have a real shot at, at this. But I, I still think it's an interesting um, prediction. The question I have for you is, would you include a game that is currently in early access, hits 1.0, but while it's in early access, it's like a, not as exposed? I think so. I think it would have to be like we'd have to try to figure out how to track this. I'll but, give you. I'll give you a, a suggestion. It needs okay. to be under. I don't know how we track this. Under one thousand reviews on Steam. I think there's a way for us to track this. I can, if it comes down to that, I will reach out to friend of the show Simon Carlos, who does a lot of data tracking on Steam, and I think we could figure that out if it was like at the time we recorded this, if it was relatively unknown. Okay, but it can't be like fucking Baldur's Gate, obviously. No, no, it can't be in, It can't be anything like that. Okay. Okay. So that's your first one. Good prediction. Uh, that is what? exciting, because yeah. it means that uh, it's going to be a, a kind of out of nowhere um, game of the year, potentially, if you're right. Yeah, I hope. Okay. 
uh, or it could be just the fucking Mario 3D game that comes out, <laughs> right? That would count. Uh, but that's okay. I know you were thinking about it. Okay, so I'm going to go with, as my first one, again, I feel pretty confident about this. Um, I know Valve has aspirations for growing SteamOS beyond just Steam Decks, uh, specifically in other forms of hardware. And I think this year we will see a handheld produced by another company that is not Valve that launches with native SteamOS support on it. I I like this one. I, I think it's pretty straightforward. I, yeah, and Valve has been pretty blunt about their desire to do this. I don't have any doubt that Valve would be trying to incentivize this. I think I'm more curious what partners would be into it. Um, but yeah, I, I, I can see it happening. I think the other challenge is like, can a partner make something better than the Steam Deck, right? Like, I feel like that's the risk of using Steam OS is you're going to be immediately compared to this incredible device. That's true. That is definitely um, true. I, I do so, wonder, yeah. I think a lot of people want to leverage the support for the like Steam Deck certified, but in other ways. Um, mm. So that'll be the challenge is like, how does Valve account for Hey, we launched this this handheld with SteamOS. Um, how do we indicate to people that hey, it, it runs these games great? Yeah, I uh, feel like the the path will either be maybe somebody makes something even more powerful, but that doesn't seem likely. I feel like if that was easier, Valve would be doing it. But I could see somebody making something less powerful. Yeah, smaller, um, like a lighter, yeah. sm smaller form factor. I could definitely see that. Yeah, yeah, that you know doesn't play a lot of. 3d games maybe but it's gonna you know play stardew valley really well for you yeah um yeah that'd be pretty cool um cool uh next up for me i have oh which one do i want to do i have that bobby kotick is gonna have a new executive job before the end of the year <laughs> and it's as simple as that he's he's out at activision i think by the end of the year he is back in an executive role. I'm torn on how complicated to make this or how difficult. Um, I don't like whether think... it should be should it be a video game job or should it be any executive? Job? Okay, does an executive count as just a board member? No, I think it needs to be like he's an actual executive at a company. Okay, that's um, the real challenge because obviously, from a golden parachute standpoint, there's nothing dreamier than having like seven or eight board uh, suite jobs, which I think he already has a number of them. Yeah. Um, and just kind of kicking back rather than having to run a company. But uh, I could 100% see him just falling into the next thing. I think people are desperate for uh, someone who, let's say, uh, is willing to make some pretty, uh, mm, let's say, yeah, bad. I, I think I think we know what you're thinking. Okay, yeah, make some tough choices. I, I don't want to get maybe sued, not good. but uh, yeah, yeah uh, I, I, also I don't think, think we're like, big fans of bobby here yeah for what it's worth. i i, I think it, it's also that um i feel like people like him they like, can't stop you know yeah like, there I think have been so true. many so many better uh exit points along the way and he didn't take any of them which makes me think that yeah he he, he probably will well um, as i was looking through this list i did actually look up his age and he's 61 which is still pretty young as it comes to like time, yeah. you know 
billionaire that's so young that's uh, a capitalist god so yeah i it yeah. would not shock me if he shifted into something but then there's the reggies of the world who like stop and and don't shift into like a new gig they more or less like kind of do smaller projects that makes me feel even more confident yeah <laughs> there are yeah two very different people in bobby kodak and uh, reggie fils that's for sure uh what do you got next okay uh i'm gonna go with Fortnite will drop one more standalone mode akin to, for those who are not aware, uh, Fortnite just launched three like very different modes from anything that existed mm. within uh, Fortnite. Uh, the Lego mode, Lego Fortnite, uh, Rocket Racing, which is like a racing mode produced by the folks who did the Psionics game, uh, who did Rocket League. And uh, Fortnite Festival was produced by basically team members of Harmonix, all of whom are owned by Epic. So my thinking is there will be one more equivalent to this before the end of the year. Um, I would say it won't be, and I'm not counting like experiences. They've done this a few times. Alan Wake, for example, before Alan Wake 2 came out, there was like a quote experience where you could like replay the events of Alan Wake 1 within the Fortnite engine and you finish it in 45 minutes or half hour, whatever, however long it was. And then uh, you're done and there's not really a reason to play again. I am talking about like uh, its own very discreet mode. Uh, and this would be developed by Epic or a studio that Epic owns. And it would come out this year. I think you should make it at least two. And here, here, here's why. I think that part of the reason that Epic is doing this is Epic is in the video game engine business with Unreal. And Unreal is a great tool for making very, very, very uh, high-end games. You can make indie games on it, too. But it, it was associated with AAA. Um, and then uh, Fortnite, they have been really interested in user-created stuff, obviously trying to like get uh, into that Roblox market to mixed effect. This, to me, feels like a bit of a middle ground. Um, where it's not your, that you're making games in Unreal, but you're not using the Fortnite level generator. There are these kind of in the Fortnite universe games that a developer could could potentially use their tools to create. And I wouldn't be surprised if they're doing this to kind of almost create like a roster of these. I don't know if it's like, oh, sure, anybody can do this, but I think that they... Right now, they're using their internal studios to make games in the universe of, of Fortnite. I wouldn't be surprised if we see two or three epic releases that are in the universe of Fortnite every year. Does that make sense? It does, but I think two in the coming year, given the fact that they just launched three, three. is too ambitious. Okay. I, I'm, I'm fine with it. I think it will definitely happen. I think there's like basically no world in which it doesn't happen. I guess that's why I feel like it needs to be two is because... I, I will tell you the possibility where it doesn't happen is because the huge success that LEGO Fortnite saw at launch to the point mm. of it was eclipsing the player count of Battle Royale and still uh, has a pretty significant player count. I yeah. think they will see that as a holy shit moment where they shift resources to support that. Which they have a history of doing. Which they, they are have a history like, of not doing. afraid so, to like dump entire projects to put all of their eggs into the basket that's making the cash right that being said i do think there's a possibility of it and i think if it happens it's probably fall guys like figuring out some sort of way to yeah, get yeah, fall yeah. guys into fortnite but 
yeah, I didn't want to. I think two is two is too much because okay. I I think they don't want to uh, spread their uh, jam too uh, thin. Cool, I like that. Their epic jam. Um, ba 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 ba. Okay, here's one that I, I I think is a more of a long shot, but I I just am so curious about. One of the five major Japanese publishers will be acquired. And this is building off of yours from last year. That was, I think, just too specific, and it wouldn't have happened either way. But between Capcom, Square Enix, Konami, Bandai Namco, and Sega, I think one will be acquired. This is extremely tricky for many, many reasons. One of those reasons is companies like Konami are part of much larger companies that do everything from, like, I think vacuums to, like, property holdings yeah so getting you know really what would probably be happening is they'd be divesting themselves of their games division same with sega to some degree it's part of a much larger company um the ones that are likely here um to me are like capcom because it's at its peak so if somebody had the money they would want to but it would have to be like honestly sony or microsoft and i don't think Microsoft is after all those legal battles and in a position to do that. So seems unlikely. And then Square Enix, which feels to me the most likely of all of these. Yeah. Um, Square has, despite colossal success with Final Fantasy and Dragon Quest and some other series, has also had a number of struggles. Um, really, I don't know, for like 10 or 15 years uh, with a, a number of different properties. Tomb Raider, I mean, there's a, a bunch of uh, uh, the Western projects, like the European studios and the American studios did not go well. Yeah. Um, this, I mean, that was a while ago, but it feels like they've still just been keeping their head above water for a long time um, uh, in terms of that stuff. So they still have plenty of reason for people to want to acquire them. There's also just the reality of the economy and that we're seeing massive consolidation across most sure. industries. Um, so I think that there's a chance, but I am definitely doing this more out of my own curiosity than I am out of like, oh, I think it will definitely happen. And for what it's worth, I would certainly include, as I'm sure you would, if it's like not a Microsoft or a Sony, but a private equity group doing it. Sure. Yeah. I, I, any any acquisition would yeah. count. Agreed. Um, which, yeah, it, it, that is much more likely. Because, yeah. again, that's kind of like what happened to Sega, right? Is some other larger Japanese holding company or Japanese uh, media company comes and, and buys them up and provides kind of some umbrage. Yeah. Cool. Okay, so that's three for you. And, and uh, here comes my third. I'm going to say Nintendo will make some public reference to the durability of the Switch 2 analog sticks in either marketing materials or in a, an official press release, if you know someone interviews someone over there about the durability, that does not count. So it needs to actually be part of the marketing materials or in a press release. Um, something along the lines of our enhanced analog sticks ensure gaming for years on end kind of thing. As obviously this is in reference to the fact that the Switch won still plagued with pretty horrendous uh, stick drift, as it's called, with the analog sticks. Uh, you know, there, there's been class action lawsuits and all sorts of mess around it. Um, it's certainly a talking point. It's really just a question of whether Nintendo will very directly address that talking point. 
I, I, I'm happy for you to do this because I don't think it'll happen. Okay. Um, I, I, I just can't remember another time where like Nintendo acknowledged a mistake like that. Um, it seems very unlike them, especially in marketing materials. Um, I don't think they but, will acknowledge the past mistake. I think they will hype up y- how great these are as a way yes. to subtly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's. I like that one. It's an interesting one. Yeah. I don't think it's like a, a slam dunk. But it's certainly not a slam dunk. Yeah. Um. Cool. Yeah. I, I like that. I, I think we should definitely keep that one. Um. I also want to just say earlier, I said umbrage when I meant an umbrella. <laughs> Before you rush the comments, I didn't even know. hear it. <laughs> oh man! The second it came out of my mouth, I was like, "What was the sentence?" Do you remember uh, that 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 a, a holding company could provide umbrage, which would be like it's providing a fence? I don't I don't know. Yeah, it's not okay. it's that not made more good. sense than umbrella. Certainly, <sighs> it's just one of those days. It is. Okay, here here's I I have another one um, that's Nintendo related. Okay, um, I think Switch goes for two, and what I mean by that is the Nintendo Switch two. It's gonna, it's gonna get announced, and it's gonna come out, and uh, definitely one iconic IP is gonna be there at launch. But I think within the first three months, we'll see a second one. Whether the, I don't think it's very unlikely that they would both be launch titles. Um, but I think similar to how um, Zelda uh, Breath of the Wild and Mario Odyssey came out relatively close to each other, I believe. Um, it's been a while. Um, I think that we will see something like Metroid at launch and then a new Mario three months later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I Yeah, no, I, I think that's certainly likely uh, in the first three months. Yeah, uh, that seems likely. I mean, I you know, I keep predicting, and again, this is like wishful thinking more than anything else, that it's going to be the 3D Mario and... Uh, metroid prime 4 but you're saying that would not count we would need another ip in its first three months so like a star yeah, so Fox. it could be like we get one of those and then maybe the other one comes out too or something else yeah okay and how about you for number your your fourth pick yeah i think yeah this is the fourth pick i'm gonna take something that you wrote down which i think is uh was a good one it should be okay. fun the borderlands movie will have a rotten on Rotten Tomatoes, and at least one outlet will question Hollywood's rush to adapt video games. I mean, the second part is just fun. I think it's assumed if it is rotten, someone will definitely be a grump because movie critics love to dunk on video games when given the opportunity. Uh, but uh, yeah, mostly it's just about that the Borderlands movie will have a rotten on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, yeah. I, I think this is, it is good because honestly, I have no idea. We're living in a time of optimism, and maybe it will be beloved. Did you just say optimism? Um, yeah. Is that a thing? Yeah. It's like a music criticism thing. Oh, but it, it applies okay. elsewhere too. I'm going to take one of yours too. Oh. Um, uh, you, I mean, we'll obviously, we'll draft these later, but you uh, wrote. Wait, I thought we were drafting. Oh, we're drafting? <laughs> I thought oh, we'd been no, drafting. No, you, you, oh no, no, you say them all and then you draft. Oh. I, I, I guess I guess you know we we've read all these already. I feel pretty good with what I have so far. Do Me you too. Feel good with what you have so far? Yeah, I'm happy with what we have so far. Okay. Okay, then I'm gonna take one of yours. Okay, go for um, it. Um 
So yeah, this I guess we're in the drafting process now. We are. Um uh and we have been this whole time without me being aware. <laughs> um uh I'm going to take um Hades 2 will have a horde mode. Um and it is like you said uh instead of going room to room, you have to survive against waves. This could be like Vampire Survivors, but it could also be I think like a traditional horde mode. Yeah. Um and yeah, I, I think that seems very likely. And also a Hades 2 with a like fun little vampire survivors mode would be just awesome. Yeah. No, I I yeah, would be super, super into that. And I'm extremely excited about Hades 2 whenever that actually ends up dropping. Uh okay, so that was your fourth, correct? I, I was that my fourth or, or fifth, fifth, maybe. Was one, that the last one? Two, three, four. I think that's four. I think you definitely have one. Oh, no, that is five. Okay, so that was five for you. So I have one more pick to make from our list of options. Okay. Man. Yeah, so the the rest of these are definitely going to be tougher. I think there's some, I think there's some doable ones here. There's some doable ones, uh, for sure. We'll share all of them. We'll read the rest after after your book. Okay, I, I'm going to go with one, uh, again, a wishful thinking one that I included on this list. Uh, Hollow Knight Silk Song will come out, okay. a risky bet, to be honest, at this point. Um, and you will be able to play as a character other than Hornet. So if you've not played um, the original Hollow Knight, Hornet is a side character. We know that Hornet is the main character of Silk Song. The bet is uh, there will be another playable character apart from Hornet. Um, I yes. And if if Hornet, for example, rides a robot, that would count. <laughs> no, 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 no. It, I'm going to say yes to this, but the character has to be really playable and not like a writable or a like you know two second side character. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll I'm going to explain how this might be presented in a reasonable way. Hornet okay. cannot be near the other playable character. So for example, if there's like a, either at the beginning, you're like, okay, I'm going to play as X instead of Hornet and you play a whole run as them. Or if there's a place in the world where you're like, you walk up as Hornet, talk to this person, and then you're playing as that person. Yes. And then I th- you I, go I, off. I, 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 I think that's fair. Okay. I, I, I'm, I, I'm game for that. I understand the, the hesitance, uh, even though I, I'm, you know, confident that uh, truth will prevail uh, on uh, the reader votes. <laughs> cool. Um, uh, let's read through the ones that we didn't take really quick. Oh, yeah, sure. Um, uh, Return of the Classics, that's at three franchises that haven't had a mainline entry in at least five years will return. Their publishers will announce new titles. So this would have excluded also games already announced like Metroid and Prince of Persia. I, I think that one is likely to happen. I think it probably I think- will. The reason I didn't pick it is because it's complicated and I couldn't quite wrap my head around it. So I thought it was more simple to go in another direction. I think that's a good choice. Uh, what else did we have? We also had Xbox will show its hand. We will see gameplay. We talked about gameplay earlier. Gameplay of at least two of these five borderline vaporware titles. Uh, Everwild, Contraband, Perfect Dark, Avowed, and South of Midnight. At least one of them will launch before the end of the year. Uh, I definitely... Yeah, two of the... This seems pretty likely as well. Two of five is pretty low. And I definitely think that one of these will come out this year. Um, 
but it, it, it it's very weird what uh, what's been going on with Xbox and their release schedule, um, specifically yeah. with Game Pass stuff. It's so it, it, things that always seem obvious with Xbox stuff, you, you just never know. Yeah. Um. Uh. Up next was Silent Hill will be relevant again. Either Silent Hill Two or the new Silent Hill will release will release and score above eighty on Metacritic. Yeah, I mean that's um, that feels to me like an easy one, just because I think Silent Hill Two definitely will. Um, Silent Hill, the new one, kind of a TBD because Konami, uh, who even fucking knows at this point what they're capable of doing. Um, so. Maybe. Yeah, I, the, the 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 Metacritic thing is the risk because if you mess up Silent Hill Two remake, even a little, I think you get shredded. Yeah, um, I, I I think the problem I have now with Metacritic, and we saw this with um with Starfield, I think their companies are getting very smart about sending copies to friendly organizations and getting their Metacritic score as high as possible, and kind of yeah. locking that in. And then we've seen, if you look at, uh, if you've been tracking Starfield's Metacritic score over the last, let's say, three months, four months, uh, we've seen it slowly decline. So, uh, but yeah, no, we didn't pick that, so that's fine. Yeah, what did we have after that? Oh, yeah, this is a good one. Uh, I don't think it's going to happen, actually, but uh, this is a good one. This is Control of Remedy. Epic, Sony, or Microsoft will acquire Remedy. Cool. Yeah. Uh, I think... The reason I don't think it will happen is because I think Remedy loves being independent. They love having full control of what they're doing. Um, I know they've had a really close relationship with Microsoft in the past. um, But I think, I mean, it really just depends on what their financial situation is at the moment. And if they can ride out this uh, pretty rough wave of economics, they will do whatever they can to remain uh, independent is my feeling. Yeah. I think that's right. Unless yeah, um, Epic shows up at the door with a fucking insane amount of cash. And it's just like, because honestly, Epic, my understanding was not like telling them yes or no on stuff that was in Alan Wake 2, yeah. even though Epic published it. I think they were just happy to like let them do whatever the fuck they wanted. Which I imagine was a bit different than their experience with Microsoft. I'm sure that's true. Yeah. Um, uh, next up, a Saudi investment fund will acquire a popular established video game studio. In a continued effort to rehabilitate its image through global entertainment, a fund from Saudi Arabia will push into games in a big way that will cause tremendous controversy and calls for boycotts. I, honestly, I'd be surprised if this doesn't happen. Yeah, I think um, this is almost guaranteed at this point. Yeah, I, the reason I didn't pick it is I think I would have just had too much trouble figuring out like what meets the definition of a popular established video game studio. Um, but I look especially at Embracer that is having trouble right now. Yeah. And uh, it certainly, that would that would be my guess. Yeah. Um, you had another one on here. This is YouTube enters the gaming space. YouTube adds games. People can publish games directly onto YouTube, either through streaming or browser play. Bonus, it will feature easy streaming functionality. I don't think this will happen, but I could be wrong. Uh, yeah, it... it it's a matter of how much uh, are all the different corners of Google separate from each other. Basically, would Google try to do Google Stadia again inside of YouTube? Yeah, I think and they are a little uh, gun shy at the moment. Would be my I guess. think that's right. That said, we do see you know streamers like Netflix getting into the gaming space. We see lots of people in general pushing into the gaming space. 
And I could see that here. I also think in hindsight, wow, this should have just been what Stadia was. Yeah. Like, why was Stadia not just YouTube games? Yeah. Um, so many more people would have been aware of it. Uh, it, it just, it's kind of actually baffling that it, that's not the route that it took. Um, so yeah, those are, those are all of them. I feel pretty good about those picks. I will, um, make sure that, uh, in besties.fan, we include, uh, all of the picks that you and I made, uh, as they're assigned. So we have this for, uh, firm documentation yes, for good. the, I guess, early next year. And I will approve the language of the poll that you put up about my two <laughs> Okay, okay, that sounds good. I appreciate it. Thank you. Um, hey, we are kind of at the end of the episode. Do you have any honorable mentions? Um, yeah, I don't want to shout out. I just started playing this game, but I thought it was really cool and it might be worth like a full episode. The game is called Sanabi. Uh, it's extremely my shit. It's a 2D uh, action, pixelated uh, action game. Kind of reminds me of... Um, what is that Samurai Zero game? I forget the full name oh, of it. Yeah. But uh, gorgeous, gorgeous pixel art. Came out in November when oh, everyone wow. else was buried with releases. Uh, I'm pretty early into it, but um, definitely worth checking out. I think it's on a little bit of a sale right now. Yeah, this looks very, very cool. Um, uh, mine is I saw a Thief the other night. Oh, the I've seen that. For the first time. I know, I know. We had, we had talked about it and I had like... It's one of those movies I feel like I had seen in pieces, um, but I realized I, as I was watching it, wow, I'd never seen this from like just beginning to end, uh, let alone in a theater. And holy moly, talk about a movie that builds. Um, the first half is quite slow, and then it just goes so hard, and yeah. you realize that so many movies that you probably love have borrowed, if we're being nice, uh, stolen if we're not being nice directly from it um, Drive especially is, yeah, is really everything from the action to the score that mm -hmm. Tangerine Dream does in Thief uh, Drive is really gunning for um, so yeah if you have not seen Michael Mann's Thief now's a great time to do it James Conn in peak masculine I don't know oh, man. <laughs> James Conn in like absolute like he's wearing uh like uh, a tank top uh, cutting through steel with a giant flaming stick. <laughs> yes. It's, it, he is, it, it's just guys being dudes and he yeah. gotta love it. You know? <laughs> uh, anything, anything else? Or no, we, I think we, we do a show. We did a show. That's great. Well, Hey, we just want to thank you all. Remember that you can find more of our stuff at besties.fan. Uh, the Besties is here every Friday. The Resties is here every other Tuesday. And uh, next Resties, we have a game that I don't know if we're talking about it yet. But I'll make sure that we put it in the newsletter so that you can play along. Because this is a video game book club. And just by listening, you're a member. That's it for the Resties. I'm Christopher Thomas Plant. You I'm Russ Frostick. You have to say you. the tagline again. Because you just and said it. You're going to say it again. This is where the rest of the best discuss the best of the rest. Resties. Resties.